I'm Daniel Kwan. I'm Agatha Chang. And I'm Amar Ijaz. And we're the co-hosts of Asians Represent. We explore cultural stereotypes in games, new and old, and how we can overcome them to make the gaming industry more equitable by talking to entertainers, scholars, educators, activists, and designers. While doing this, we're also going to have some fun with actual play content like our Masks New Shambhala miniseries and our ongoing Dungeons and Da Asians campaign. Most importantly, we're highlighting the contributions of a new generation of Asian creators who are making the gaming market a place we feel represented. Their creations and unique experiences play a transformative role in turning the gaming scene into a place we can love and trust again. So check us out by subscribing to Asians Represent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the femme, explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! <laughs> Hi, Avalon. Hi, Diana. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, also. Good. Good. One of us is feeling a little weird, and I bet you don't know which one. <laughs> It's me. I feel like I haven't had a conversation with a person in a really long time, and that's not true, but that's how I feel. <laughs> it's fine. Sometimes we feel that way. It's true. I, it it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's just a feeling, and it's and it's fine. You know when you're just like on a roll with the timing of your responses just being like slightly too delayed, and you can just yeah. it, it's the echoes of it. Yeah. are haunting you well that's called a social anxiety disorder and yeah. that's where we're at <laughs> this evening but Good. i am genuinely really excited to be here recording it's been a minute yeah me too i very like really very much so what the fuck was our last topic queer arcana queer arcana oh all right so our last one was a good one. it was you know what let's just say that it was hard to follow that Yes. So we needed a break. <laughs> a lot has happened since then. Also, it's like summer and whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. a lot has happened since then. That is very true. Yeah. Also. Um, but if you haven't listened to the Queer Arcana episode for some reason, please listen to it. Yeah, go listen to it. It's good. And then also follow Queer Arcana and everything they do. Um, so before we jump in... Um, Avalon, do you want to talk about what queer what queer culture has done what for queer you? What nerd culture is what what nerd culture has done for you? But also, I guess queer culture also, but primarily nerd culture. I mean, queer culture continues to be the only culture, and so any culture that's doing anything for me is queer culture, mm -hmm. um, and that's its own podcast. Nerd culture. I would love to take this opportunity to touch on some of the highlights in both of our nerdy little lives since we last yeah. recorded. Um, you were on Critter Hug since we last recorded. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that that definitely happened since then. Yeah, I was on Critter Hug. Um, it. If you don't know this, I had recorded it a while before. Right. Uh. So. I was keeping quiet about it on the podcast, which was very difficult. Um, and that was pretty, it was pretty damn cool. Uh, and I was on with Critter, with Critical Bard. Uh, so, which was very, very awesome. Um, obviously not at the same time, no. but he was also on that episode and that was pretty neat. I bet. Oh, you know what else that is related to me and therefore I'm more excited is you released uh, the new version of Neverland since then. That is the most true. Yeah. Yes. With Avalon wrote an entire adventure, which is so if you have if you have Neverland previously, uh, there is a one a level one to three adventure in there. Um, but Avalon wrote a five to seven level adventure. Uh, which is now in there, which is really cool. Uh, and and um, Noir Enigma wrote a subclass for Paladins, um, 
kind of inspired by Hook, which is also very cool. Uh, and those are in there. And uh, you can get that now. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, if you, for some reason, have not jumped on Neverland yet, now there is so much more content to it, including Avalon's Adventure and Noir Enigma's subclass. And you should definitely get that because it's awesome. Yay. Yay. It was just really exciting to be a part of it. But also, yeah, everybody, if you haven't already downloaded it, you should go. What else has nerd culture done for you lately? Uh, I think Pod Jam was cool. I want to talk about that too. Yeah, Pod Jam was awesome. Uh, Lissa, who is uh, the host of the Behold Her podcast, what she has put together is like a collective of femme nerd podcasts uh, that are all kind of connected. And one of the things that they've done recently is they put on a trial version of a pod jam sort of convention where all these like nerd femme podcasters come together and talk about stuff um, in the podcasting world. And we got to be a part of a really cool panel about nerd co uh, culture commentary with like phenomenal people. Uh, it was, it was pretty wild. It was great. Yeah. We had a great time. Um, I'm thrilled that we were asked to do it. Uh, and there should be a VOD for it coming soon. Maybe on YouTube or something. It's, it's live on Twitch currently, but at this point in time, it is like the full day mm -hmm. in one video. As soon as they are broken up into... Uh, segments onto their YouTube page. We will link it yeah. on the Femsplain Twitch and on our individual, uh, you know, uh, Twitters and stuff. But that should that should be happening shortly. But right now, if you want to watch the whole day, which frankly I highly recommend, it's full of great content. It's up on um, on Venture Maidens. Venture Maidens, yeah, uh, Twitch. Thank you. Yeah. You just started a brand new show. Oh, I did. Thank you for you remembering did. that. I have been, I've got to be honest with you, Diana. I'm this whole time I've been sitting here thinking like, I want Diana to talk about all of the cool stuff they have going on, but I don't know what they're allowed to talk about yet. So I've just been in my own head being like, Ooh, I wonder if they're going to mention this thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> sorry. So um, I started this past week on Critical Misses channel doing a, four episode Humblewood arc run. Uh, yeah. I have not said this to anybody because I didn't want to like psych myself out or set anyone's expectations accordingly, but this is my very first time DMing on an actual play. I've only ever done it yeah. privately. I've never done it like live before. And so I didn't want to say that cause I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to make it a bigger deal than it was and stress myself out about it more than I already was. But yeah, so that's happening. It's been a lot of fun. I am my own worst critic, but my players are like very gracious and engaged and it makes me feel a little bit easier on myself. So it's been nice. Yeah, it's a really good crowd. Um, it's a really great game. Also, I really like Humble Humblewood yeah. as a setting um, and you're doing a great job. And also, I mean, I know some of the people on your on your show, but not everyone. Mm -hmm. But from watching it, everybody is really great. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of cos closet cosplay going <laughs> on, which I really love. I really love that so much. I think it like adds a little element of, of you know, extra immersion to things. And it's just really cute. I love that. Uh, I was when I was doing. So I did session zero with three out of four of the players and then one um, for scheduling reasons I talked to individually and um, they had said they had asked towards the end of the conversation would it be okay to wear animal ears and I just first of all could not imagine a world in which the answer to that would ever be no no yeah right <laughs> um, but I thought it was very sweet because um, she then brought it up in the main chat with everyone and two other people were like we're also planning on doing it um, oh, I love so it was that. very sweet and I decided to do for the first time in my life like little like space buns because it yeah. kind of was like 
I don't know. I don't have animal ears. And I was excited for them, and I kind of wanted to be involved in but their excitement. But you looked like a, you looked kind of like a teddy bear to me. Well, that and I yeah, I was so I was okay with it. So yeah, it was very it's very cute. So uh, follow Critical Misses on Twitch yes. to to catch more of that and to catch the vods. Yeah, um, it is yeah. Uh, airing at the same time as a pretty fancy show right now, and so I'm just happy for well, people to watch the vods. Pretty Fancy Show is not airing live. It is pre-recorded and it is mm. it is placed behind a paywall so you can watch it whenever. This is live. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Watch on Wednesday nights. Uh, yes. Uh, and all right. Anything else you got going on? I'm sure there's a lot, but that's all I can think of. Uh, okay. Do, do you have stuff you're going to talk about? Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about it. I'm more excited about your stuff, so go. So I have, I I want to say, because I I, I always talk about stuff I'm doing and never stuff that, like, I I got to absorb. Mm. And I think in nerd culture, even though it's a little, like, it's a little exciting to me. I got to go and see uh, a show called Stranger Sings, which is a musical parody of Stranger Things. And uh, and it was I, I went to go see it because Marty was playing bass in the pit. Mm-hmm. But it wound up being like it's it's maybe my new favorite thing that I wish I wanted. It, I want this to have come out two years ago yeah. so that it could be a major cultural shift. <laughs> like I want I want this to have like like a, a rippling effect, <laughs> but it, it probably won't because it's a little bit delayed on the stranger things train, but it is fucking poignant. It's so on point. It's so good. Uh, and it was just like, I, I was like hooting and hollering throughout the entire thing and have started rewatching stranger things, uh, As from a the result. beginning as a result of this show because of how like good the references are and everything. So, um, well, you mentioned that they're going to do a, like a cast recording. Yes, they are going to do a recording, which is very cool. And like, you know, I, you know, I, I think there, I think there's an old recording somewhere on YouTube. Uh, but like if, if it goes places, you want to see it. Yeah. Um, for sure. So that was one thing. Uh, and the other things I have coming up, which are very exciting to me, are um, if you remember, I've talked at length on this podcast about the Omri Wars, which is the Coed and Cambria universe uh, that, that all of their music and comic books and novels and everything is all taking place in i'm a big fan of all of it and i have decided to run a game using the cortex system within that universe uh that is going to be happening starting on september 21st as a four to five episode depending on where we go uh uh arc with some seriously amazing people all of that to be announced as soon as uh we get all our art in order um and i'm very very excited we just had like a little bit of a a two-parter session zero like with most of the cast um and everybody's amazing has great character concepts i mean despite like the fact that I'm kind of explaining this world that is super complex and maybe I don't have all of the intricacies that Claudio has in his mind. Uh, everybody's really picking up on the vibe very well and oh, like, get, like understanding the assignment like super well. Um, it seems like it's going to be very anime um, because Wally and Austin are involved yeah. <laughs> and they are... <laughs> They are taking it to a anime uh, extremisms, um, and it's going to be so much fun. I'm very excited, 
And then uh, have, also, have you like been in touch with Claudio about it yet? Not yet. What I what I plan to do is I plan to get the like headshots, art, etc., and then I'm going to send it. They're like you know they're going to be on tour at the time, mm. so I don't expect anything. But like I don't know, on the off chance that they that they feel like looking. At their, at their TMs. Sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe they will see it. Um, and uh, and then I have a, a big fundraiser coming up, which was kind of a fever dream that I tweeted out. Uh, and that is happening on the 14th of September. Uh, if you are a fan of Ginny D, Abria Iyengar, and Gabe Hicks, uh, you should watch them try to escape the hedge as captives of the Fay court on that day. And you should also donate to the Trans Lifeline for us so that we can raise lots of money. We're going to have some giveaways from Die Hard Dice, uh, possibly other places that are cool yet to be announced. So keep your eyes and ears open for 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 that nbd <laughs> no big deal <laughs> no i'm not freaking out about that to be honest it is now it has now officially been like a long time since i've dm'd a an on-stream campaign yeah that's gonna be the first on-stream dming for me in i think about a year Oh wow, that is a long time. Yeah, it had been. Yeah. It's been a little bit over a year for me for DMing, and there are definitely yeah. things that I'm like, "Oh no, I don't remember <laughs> how that works." I am happy that I'm doing Cortex for the mm. the Coed stream because I am not going to pretend like I I am gonna stick to the rules. I'm gonna make it. it completely up yeah, yeah. I, I i do well you made it up so yeah well and we're gonna yeah and then sh oh god when was the last time you did any world of darkness oh you did the werewolf uh, game the werewolf game which is almost a year ago that was wow. october last year was my world of darkness uh, i'm i'm playing in a world of darkness game right now as a player oh, okay off stream uh, it's like being recorded. You'll see it eventually. I don't know when or where it, it, I, I have no idea what the details are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> zero clue. Um, but I'm, I'm playing in it, but I, I, I haven't DM'd anything since the werewolf game. It, yeah. It'll be great. It's gonna have to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will figure it out. I think that, First of all, it'll be great and you'll be great. But if, like, whatever the worst case scenario could possibly be, your players are so fantastic that they'll just run away with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just sit there smiling and nodding. Yeah. I mean, in theory, <laughs> worst case scenario, that would still be incredibly entertaining. Yeah. But it will be I so mean, much better than that and it won't come to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope not because... Hopefully, I this will be in the not the last time I ever see these people. Again. Right, right, right. I, but but yes, hopefully. But yes, they will be fantastic. That'll be and interesting. You know, I've great. never actually seen Ginny in anything. I saw her. The, the only other things, the only live D and D stuff uh, that she's done that I know of has been like charity stuff yeah most of her stuff is her private, private home games to my to my knowledge that'll be very interesting um, so i'm very excited and i'm very excited to see them interact together because i think that they all have like similar energies like i think that they will yeah vibe very well i think it'll be very good good for you that's yeah, so I'm very cool excited. i'm very excited uh, so yeah, so that's, that's the nerd culture update. Uh, lots of filled cups. Um, so in our, in our previous episode, we had lovely guests. So that, amazing. Oh 
God, so amazing. Great guests who were part of a kind of hybrid of of drag, burlesque, D and D, like vaudeville type like sh- uh, shows that they put on, like live action D and D in cosplay that is also drag. Amazing. Please go check them out. Um, but it's it's been a while, and we want to talk about something new, and I definitely want to get a man in here to explain <laughs> this because I absolutely cannot fathom what <laughs> what Francis will say uh, to describe this topic. So yeah, I also don't know. Putting one minute on the man watch and go. Dating sims. Man, these are ruining video games. As if we weren't already drowning under shovelware created for the chore simulator industry, now something that began as weird phone ads we used to all make fun of together has entered the mainstream. They're being talked about on podcasts I like. I'm talking about them on a podcast I like. Ooh, meta. And listen, you're not fooling anybody. It's not ironic. At a certain point, when you've played enough of these, you are not playing them ironically. It's like people watching Love Island because they open quote, like to make fun of it. No. You like to like it. That's what you like to do. You like Love Island. And because of that, I have to see things like Boyfriend Dungeon on Game Pass. Which, by the way, I have Game Pass now. What were we talking about? Oh, Dating Sims. I don't like them. And this has been your Mansplain Minute. Okay. So we, as usual, don't know. We what, don't know what that was. What he said. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so uh, I feel like this is kind of a come to Jesus moment for me. A, a, a sort of like admitting I'm wrong kind of moment in that I sincerely had a lot of judgments in my brain probably mostly from internalized misogyny but uh, like overall in terms of dating sims like i've yeah. i've dismissed them pretty much i i am surprised by that yeah like, i am too gen- genuinely it might not be dating sims in general it might be the the format of like the uh the visual novel yeah. also that I have felt like, yeah, you know, I I probably won't like this. I've I've had a a feeling that, you know, clicking through a story yes. would not have the same impact on me as a story based RPG. There is something which... about the fact that the images aren't moving and you're just getting yes. character stills and blocks of text that yeah. For some reason, like my gut is, well, that's lazy from a game design standpoint, and I don't, I don't think that's true. That's just kind of right. No, a bias I that I have. Yeah, and I, I think that I dismiss them a lot. Also, probably again, I now looking back on my new lens, now having fallen in love with them, I do think a lot of it is is. Is just, you know, some biases. But I also think that there's a, there's definitely like a, like surplus of them that are advertised on like Facebook and Instagram in a way. I live for those ads though. I know. But in a way that seems like extra cheese and really extra like, like bad. But they are so bad, like so campy and bad that I feel like whoever's coming up with them, it is not an accident. Like, I think that they are a genius. They're the most outrageous batshit storylines. Right. Like the ones you see on Instagram and Facebook are like, are like, 
I'm a princess and should I marry the love of my life or, or get married for money? And then it shows her getting married for love and then like it cuts to her like like covered in flies and she's like, I'm sad now. You lose. Like they're like that that's but then, like but the it's, kind of shit it's, I it's see. always more than that. It's like I am pregnant with your baby. <gasps> An identical twin? <laughs> my sister's also pregnant who's the father like the, i love those <laughs> amazing amazing so those are like the ads that i have yes. seen for a lot of these like dating sim type games and so when when dream daddy came out i was like okay that's gonna be something like that right yeah like I kind of dismissed it. And then I saw like every single, you know, like friend I have in the gaming world played it and was like raving about it. And I, I still in my brain was like, everybody's lost, lost it. it. Like yeah. there's, there's, there's no way that this is any different. Than that. And so finally, you know, like I, I tuned in to, I tuned into Danny Danny plays games. I tuned into one of his streams playing Dream Daddy for like 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes, I saw what was going on in that game. And I was like, I have to leave right now. Like, to because mm -hmm. my Spoilers. mind has changed. I'm going to play this and I need to get out of here uh, to play this myself. So I have started. I started to play that game, played it like obsessively it's first of all i don't know if you know this but erica ishii uh plays like your daughter in that game no i didn't know that amazing <laughs> so so in this game in dream daddy you play a single uh, a recently single dad of a teenage daughter and you and your teenage daughter just moved to a new cul-de-sac. And this cul-de-sac just happens to be inhabited by only homosexual single dads whose previously female partners have recently passed away. It's oh, That's hilarious. It's, yeah. It's like everybody has like some similar story to that, uh, including you. You you move into this town and you meet all these dads and learn all their stories. You learn about all their kids and stuff like that. Um, and you have a really, really cool, like cooler than you are, like cheeky teenage daughter played by Erica Ishii. Uh, and throughout all of these like interactions that you have, dates that you go on, there are these like mini games that you have to play in order to like be good at the date hmm. and you get graded on them all. I have learned that the grading system in these games is very weird in that S is a better grade than A. Hmm. I did not know that. Uh, and so I played through this game. I was very set. There is a character in this game who looks just like Gabe. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I was like, well, that's, you know, I set out that's in my mind. I was like, I'm going to try to, yeah. I'm going to try to date Gabe. Um, but then quickly I realized that he was the only one in this game that I liked at all. Mm. I thought everyone else was super annoying. So I was very set <laughs> on this. And then, we go through this whole game and because I didn't do well at the mini games at the end, he asked me to just be friends. Oh, it was devastating, devastating, very tragic. Um, I got, I got bees in all of mm. his mini games and uh, I've learned that uh, bees do not get degrees D's. Oh, yours was better. <laughs> uh, I, uh, 
it's it's actually just me retconning what I said on stream the night that I failed when I did say bees do not get degrees. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> I'm just one step were, behind. Your your instinct was right. Um so but I want to go back and play it again and like try harder at these mini games and like to try to like do better because it's it, it's very fascinating and it's also a very short game which is also nice like yeah. you can play it in like maybe two days but so this game sparked like my interest in this genre like and made me think like oh maybe I'm wrong yeah and I was I was thinking about like looking to try new ones. And then this new game just came out called Dungeon Boyfriend. Right. Which has. Which has sparked some controversy. And it's which taken over my timeline. I will absolutely address that controversy a thousand percent. So I will tell you that before we started recording, when you were like, I'm excited. And I was like, that, that my was specifically about talking about yeah. the controversy. <laughs> no. I All right, look, everybody <laughs> I, my the, my sum, summary of the controversy is that fair but fucking calm down. Mm. Like fair but calm down. Yeah. It's so the part of the controversy that's absolutely valid is that the content warning so I think that if this were any other game, they put a very, um, they put a very conscious content warning in front of their game, where when you started it, they said, similar to like, you know how in Animal Crossing, uh, you get like periodic letters from mom, yeah. Like and like gifts from mom, supportive letters yeah. from mom, etc. So, some people have brought up the fact that, like, you know, that if you have lost a mom, that those notifications don't feel great. This game has in the front of the game, hey, in this game, you will periodically get supportive text messages from mom. Would you like to turn this off? And it gives you the option to toggle it mm -hmm. off, which seems like extraordinarily like considerate. Mm -hmm. I think that if they had not done that, it would not yeah. have made the juxtaposition of the other thing seem as like <laughs> extremely like it's like that was very considerate. Yes. Maybe to the point where it was not necessarily, like, vital. <laughs> but then, on the other hand, they were like, this game may contain themes of, uh, of stalking and abuse. So you're like, oh, okay, we're going to encounter something like that. It's the main villain, mm. and you cannot not interact with it yeah and he's stalking you mm. the main character so like the issue is i think that that the content warning that probably should have been more paid attention to yeah should have been a little bit more like hey this game is about the plot the, <laughs> is about you having a, a stalker like that's a main plot point um and it's and it is i will give it to the game i truly truthfully enjoyed it but it is very true to life like the the stalker like you know ignores your rejections sends gifts without you asking like uh you know Sh you know like shows up and like when you tell him you're not interested he says you say that but your eyes like tell me something different like Bleh. it's yeah. some, it's it's stuff that's very um relatable to anybody who's had a persistent you know uh, a stalker or something like that um but i just think that 
because they took so much care into being like, do you want us to not send you supportive messages from a mom character? Right. And then we're like, by the way, FYI, you might hear like the whispers about a stalker. <laughs> and then it turns out that the stalker is the main character that you can't avoid. Uh, it, it, it rightfully riled people up. They've since fixed the content warning. It is, it is more literal. Mm -hmm. um, and that's all fine. So that's not, that's the whole controversy. I think that some people got out of hand about it and were like, you should never put that in a game ever, which, right. I, you know, I don't know. It's a game of the game. So the game is about trauma. Like it's about dating. Uh, it's about dating like as a person who's not good at dating for whatever reason. And the implication is that you're a person who is like needing to work through lots of trauma mm -hmm. uh, and how this game frames it, which is what makes this interesting is that it is a dating sim, but also a dungeon crawler. Yes. So you are kind of fighting your way through these dungeons and all of the enemies in the dungeon are supposed to be representative of like your fears mm. as a person. Um, as you progress through it, they get more dangerous, but you also get stronger. And as you like, you know, defeat them, your relationship to other characters grow. Mm. It's, it's a pretty cool concept. It's also deeply, deeply weird. Your boyfriends are swords. Mm. It, it, there's this whole universe where, which I love. Uh, I love a universe where there's no shock to magic. Yes. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like, you, you go to visit your cousin and he's like, oh, yeah. There are swords. They turn into dudes mm -hmm. and you can date them. Uh Anyway, I'll see you at the mall and like your mom is texting you like have fun dating swords. <laughs> like like it's I love when it's normalized. Same. Yeah. Like love that. Um so so basically the point is you you go on these dates with these different swords and then once you like kind of get to know them a little bit, you get to wield them in the dungeon. And that's like how you kind of like level up the, the, the romance mm. is, is a combination of these two things. You can't do one or the other. You have to do both. Yeah. Uh, like in conjunction. Um, and then once you like defeat X, Y, Z fears, you can like move the plot forward. Um, and the stalker character is kind of a part of that. It doesn't seem clear at first, but as it goes on, I guess it, it becomes a juxtaposition to like you, the character. He's like, you're, you moved to town, I guess, as like the quote unquote lonely guy, uh, trying to like find love mm -hmm. and, you find love by overcoming your fears and he does it by trying to like control people and like, and, and trying to like assert control. Um, and in the end you get to defeat him, which to me I thought was actually kind of a satisfying mm -hmm. like thing where you literally get to defeat him, beat him and then send him to therapy, mm -hmm. which is of how his arc ends if you if you play it through and so it's wonderful i though i think that i now fully am in love with dating sims because of this yeah. game oh because of this one yeah i mean dream daddy started it yeah but this i mean i'm gonna propose that you had a little bit of a gateway with that monster game you were playing Ooh, yeah i know you that know that was what? different that was kind of like a group game it's 
But yes, but you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, Monster Prom is what you're talking yeah. about. I, you're not wrong. I, I, in my head, I thought that was different because it was a group yeah. thing. But truthfully, like, yeah, that's exactly the kind of game that I actually want. Like, yes. Yeah. I really, I mean, I don't know. Like, as we've discussed in previous episodes, I have terrible taste in television. I'm capable of having good taste in television. But, like, I really enjoy just sitting and zoning out to reality TV. Um, yeah. And... I, I could totally see in my media, in my entertainment, the combination of super cheese, no stakes, and choose your own adventure aspects. Like, I'm there for that. Yeah. Despite the fact that I'm not a particularly romantic or, like, I'm not a mushy person. I just like the You're drama. <laughs> I am. And yeah. so, like... I don't so in my real romantic life I do not want drama sure. I do not want it I do not want anything at a higher stakes than where to get dinner from mm -hmm. that is where I want the level of drama to my real life romantic life to get but do I want to like artificially feel the feelings of like a high stakes romance yes absolutely i do do you like the like like really like romantic stuff though yeah yeah because that makes absolutely. me it that tends to make me feel anxious oh i love it i love I, I all right so like like give me a character in one of these games that like Tr like believes you are like their chosen love of their life like yeah. the one i'm into it i'm in wow. i'm absolutely sold i like the negging romance sign me yeah. up for a negging romance well then in this game there is someone for you <laughs> there's someone for everyone there's someone for everyone there is uh, what I do love about Dungeon Boyfriend is that there is uh, a, a good mix of genders. I was going to ask, because it sounded like both Dream Daddy and Dungeon Boyfriend was just MLM. Dream Daddy is MLM. However, you do not necessarily need to be cis. You can... Oh, sure. You can be okay. uh, non-binary or trans. However, Dungeon Boyfriend, you can be whoever, and also everyone else is a good smorgasbord. Oh, I love that. There's, there's uh, two uh, non-binary characters, uh, and there is one cis woman who is also in the mix. Well, I then I don't like the name of the game. I think that anyone can be a boyfriend. I think anyone can be a boyfriend, but I don't think anybody should have to be a boyfriend. No. What kind of a boyfriend would you be? Uh, I would be... What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. It just made sense to me. I would be... If you were somebody's... You're stepping into the dating world, and you were somebody's boyfriend, what would you be like? I would be exactly how I am as... I am now, uh, which is to say, um, needy. <laughs> okay. Uh, needy, soft, like in, in the, not like physically soft, although I, I am quite squishy. No, I think needy and soft really, really sums it up. That's wild to me. Cause I feel like I would be totally different as a boyfriend. Than as a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, I think I would be much more. I think I would be much less mean because I think that the meanness would would hit different. Yeah. Um, And like less like 
snarky and critical and stuff because I think that would hit really different coming from a guy. Yeah. And I think that I would be more like physically protective. Yeah. Like I feel like I myself am very situationally aware and like very I try I'm like very tuned in I think to where people are at emotionally and I think I would try to do that while also like bringing like a sense of grounding with my physical presence that I don't think that I'm able to do as someone who does not identify as a man. Yeah. I see here. This is extremely interesting because I, I think genuinely, I think I am exactly the same because I, I don't genuinely see, I don't genuinely feel different Mm -hmm. with that word attached to me. I do, I do, I, and that's something that's very recent. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, but I don't, I don't feel, it doesn't feel different to me. I feel like, like the ways in which I feel like it would be different are entirely based on how I think that society would be perceiving me differently. Right. Yes. Like I think sure. that my impact would be more detrimental for being like, you know, kind of like sassy and shitty and I think that, yeah, yeah, like I feel like I could take up space in a way that other people are acknowledging with more legitimacy. Yes, um, yeah. All right, now here's an important question, okay. and here's the backstory. So in Dungeon Boyfriend, okay. all of the boyfriends, girl, non-binary, and otherwise, are weapons of some kind. Yeah. They can turn into weapons, and then they can turn into their human selves. Some of them are swords, some are daggers, there's an axe thrown in there, there's, there's, there's a set of, uh, there's actually a cat. Sure. You cannot date the cat, but you mm. can become friends with the cat. Okay. I do not want to slander this game. Uh, but, you, but the cat is a pair of brass knuckles. So what kind of weapon would you be if you were a boyfriend? So again, <laughs> I'm going to say... <laughs> If I was me, whatever gender that means, if I was me as I am, I think I would be a bow and arrow. Ooh. And that, there is none in that game. And I think that that is what it's missing. Yeah. Is there's no, there's no sort of ranged, like, weaponry. But I will tell you that this, like, borderline drag king-esque boyfriend persona that I've created for myself. Good. I feel like is something... Totally different. Yeah. I love that. I feel like it's something large and sturdy and blunt. Maybe you're like a mall. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm even picturing like a very, very oversized, like full body covering, like shield that you can actually bash with. Ooh. (gasps) Okay. I like that. I like, I like that, especially because that like, kind of incorporates you as like a, as like a height factor like that mm. kind of incorporates that into it. I think I'm picturing that I as like a boyfriend that. I'm also extremely broad. Okay, yeah. I like that yeah. for you as well. Um like maybe Kimboy. I'm dagger. You're dagger. Yeah. I'm dagger. I'm dagger yeah. no matter what. I I I feel that 1000%. Um I like a little dagger, but I do not like the proximity required. Yeah. Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah. If I were to be the one defending myself. But like also, if somebody needed to wield me to defend themselves, uh-huh. like yeah. Super I, versatile. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm in. You should be a little butterfly knife. So you can go <laughs> But I'm not I'm not that dexterous. Oh, okay. I don't well. I don't know. I just but like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what about would you be throwing daggers? No, and here's why. Okay. I feel a little too codependent for that. I don't want to be. I don't want to be thrown. Okay. I want to stay close. I think that's fair because throwing daggers it means you got a big pouch of them, and they're almost like disposable at that point. They're just like projectiles. You try to gather them, but it's not quite. But it's not guaranteed. They 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 might get lost out there. Yeah. And there's how many of us? No, I I want to be like your dagger. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
I also like this game because it gives you the opportunity to um, be polyamorous if you want to be. Hmm. But there are zero consequences for, like, that is, like, there's no, uh, th that is something that I don't like in games is if you can, like, accidentally offend someone. Like, yeah. uh, Dragon Age Origins has this as a, a pretty, like, unavoidable consequence of just being nice to people you can accidentally have led two people on at the same time and mm. then if you start dating someone officially you will upset the other person without ever having a conversation about your relationship yeah in this game that is very much not a thing you just each individual relationship is kind of treated as its own thing and they don't intersect and you don't really have to like make a conscious decision to like stop anything. Yeah. You can either, you can either decide to be like monogamous or you can decide not to. And no one is going to be like, fuck you. Right. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, without you realizing that you did that. Yeah. That seems healthy. Definitely, definitely healthy, um, especially for a video game where you, you have limited choices. Um, it also seeds some like plenty of avenues for there to be like, you know, DLCs or sequels, things like that. Um, I could see this becoming a, a new genre. I think the fact that it is a dungeon crawler with you know, it does have like roguelite combat in it. Um, and there's crafting, there's, you know, collections. Um, this could become a genre of game like that. I don't think exists really where there is the, the focus is on dating, but there is actual gaming mechanics to it. Um, Dream Daddy had a, a, a small little taste of that, but it was all mini games. Right. And it was very sporadic, like maybe like, you know, three or four of them you'd encounter like throughout the whole game. Mm -hmm. This is like pretty, pretty seamless. And I think that that could really like, I don't know, that could be the new like that could be a new genre. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder, so you've enjoyed these two dating sims. It doesn't sound like you've probably had time to play a lot of other dating sims, but have you kind of like started looking around or researching or thinking about what the next one you'd like to try would be? I haven't looked into the next one I'd like to try. I did try very briefly uh, the one that was very popular on Tumblr for a while something arcana mm, i don't know I, I i tried it it was very binary it was very much like not in terms of like who you date but like this answer or this answer you know mm. like it was very much um it it didn't seem like there was much to it i might be prejudging it because i didn't get that far so i i could potentially go back um and try that again. But there was also it it was also of a, a virtual storybook. There was no um game mechanic to it, which is not necessarily bad. I I guess new to that, so I should probably give it another chance. Yeah. But um but at the time that I tried it, it was a little bit bland to me. Um, the problem I have is all of the dating type sim type games that I've played um, are all mobile games and yeah. dialogue options are all paywalled mm. and so which is incredibly frustrating like yeah. really even if you're just trying to ignore that 
you get to the point where you're actually literally not even able to play. Um, And it's horrible. It's really horrible. I would much rather fucking pay for a game. Yeah, that's what I need to do. It's horrible. It really is because you'll, you you can totally sense what the dialogue that you want to click is and it will, and that clicking it would lead to a continuation of the plot. Yeah. Being unable to select a dress to wear to the party or whatever stupid. Yeah. Um, not only means you, you don't like go to the party in a way that's not that attractive to other people at the party. It means that you just stay home and it just forwards to the next morning. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you don't even get to engage with it. Right. And so here's here's the roadblock that I've come across is that I've started to look like you know, on Steam, like, what other games are like Dungeon Boyfriend? What other games are like Dream Daddy? Uh, and because, I guess, the genre is is so, I don't know, like it is, uh, I, I have, am having trouble without, like, without having, like, st- other streamers recommend me these yeah. games. The recommendations from Steam are are like are like hot baby sluts like it's just like that's like the games that are being like recommended to me as like oh so you like dream daddy why don't you try you know underwear hookers like i don't i it's clearly not what i'm actually looking for searching for in terms of like uh that just reminded me of when we jokingly francis i should say jokingly bought like whatever that panty warriors nintendo game yeah and then it ended up not yeah but that was a pleasant surprise (laughs) that was a pleasant surprise it was it ended up not being sexual somehow yeah yeah what was it called panty I don't know. Something? But it was like the plot of Sailor Moon, but they turned into panties. But there's really nothing. Yeah. Nothing, nothing else. Nothing sexual about yeah. it. They were just panties. Yeah. Not <laughs> being worn by anybody. Just underwear. Yep, just underwear. Yeah. And I just thought. Fighting it, each other. The funniest part was in the reviews for the game. It was like, we know there have been a lot of complaints about what this game is, but it is not hentai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please I, trust us. It's weirdly it's not. not. <laughs> What an uphill battle it yes. must be as a game developer. Although I mean, they kind of. I mean, it. you dug your own. Yeah, way. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I truthfully, I really do want to play more games like this. Yeah. I just feel like the genre has a lot of crap to wade through. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to find out. And this is one of the things that I really, really, truly appreciate about streamers is that like like i think that probably most of the games that i've started playing in the last year that i've loved have have been because like a streamer has played them and i've saw like i've I've seen like a little bit of that and like realized that it's something that i'd like yeah yeah i think that if you if you like dungeon crawlers and you really like very emotional dating games, mm-hmm. you would like Dungeon Boyfriend. I mean, I'm sold. I just yeah. literally haven't ever done played any of these games, but not for yeah. any reason at all. Yeah. I would you would I think you would like Dungeon Boyfriend. Do you, a lot. Who do you think I would date? Oh, it's a tie for me between the girl who is, to be honest, very good. Mm-hmm. It's very probably good. just that. Uh, and uh, there is a, uh, oh God, I forget his name, but there is a character who's like a little bit like dark, mm. mysterious-esque. Uh, and I th- I think you might kind of be drawn to, to him. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the other options, but both of those seem very, very likely. Well, okay, so if... Uh, there's also a cat. Well, but you said you can't date the cat. You can't date the cat, but they can be your best 
friend. Like you can like so like oh. you could like put so like you have six levels that you can put into any character. Hmm. You can put all six levels into all of the characters if you want. Hmm. But if you put six levels into one and not the others, they are like your your main. Your main. Uh so you could potentially be, that's an interesting question. Cat. Yeah. Would you choose a cat over true love? That's an interesting question. And I don't I don't know if I I don't know the answer. It depends on the cat. Yeah. It's a good cat. It's a cat that's brass knuckles when the cat wants to be brass knuckles. How, it's how, also an orange cat. All right, yeah. I was going to yeah, ask. Just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, so much for that. <laughs> so, would you say between I almost said Dungeon Daddies. <laughs> it's not the name of the game. No. Dream Daddy and Dungeon Boyfriend. Which one should I play? Or Boyfriend Dungeon? Boyfriend Dungeon. A thousand percent. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have nothing else to say. It's it's that one. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Also, I just think that Dream Daddy, it's, it has no business being that difficult. Right. A B on a date is good enough. You should be able to. I mean, to when a B is a B, someone. sure. When a B is a C, mm. do you get Gabe Ugh. when a B is a C? I don't no. think so. I know. <laughs> like, make, make, what, what are these S's? I don't understand the S's. But the rest of the scoring alphabet is the same. It's just the S. Yeah. Oh. I went to a Catholic school for one year in elementary school. And their grading letters were totally different. Mm. And I think S was the highest. Yeah, S is the highest. But you then, got, but, got... but then all the other letters were different. Like M was an F. Yeah, I'm really excited to check it out. I'm glad that you decided to give it a chance because it it to me seems like something you would obviously like. And apparently, I do. But now I need a thousand more, and I right. need them to all be on this caliber of like either right. Dream Daddy or Dungeon Boyfriend. I need, I like, now I have a need that needs to be filled immediately by the market, and like, uh, it, it's not, it's not happening fast yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Did you play Hades? So, and tell me uh, how it's different, because it seems like a little bit of the vibe. So. Yes, except that Hades' combat method is not roguelite. Hades' combat is, it's very hard. I've watched people that are better gamers than me struggle with it. And there's no easy setting for it. It's just difficult. And I don't really find that fun. It, um, yeah. It's not fun for me. I like there to be combat. I like there to be like mild challenges. I just I don't feel satisfied by turn based combat in general. And I don't feel satisfied by it when it's especially hard. And Hades seems to be especially difficult. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the bummer because I think that the story that's in there is probably incredibly um it satisfying like it. yeah uh but i think it is just so horribly yeah. blocked behind challenges so when are you gonna play a dating ttrpg soon yeah yeah all right good night everybody <laughs> all right avalon what 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 are you doing after this i'm gonna have a cup of tea and i'm going to go hang out with Francis because he walked in on the podcast earlier yeah. saying he just wants to hang out. Aww. And I said, but I'm recording a podcast. And he said, I forgot, but he kept approaching and talking. And I was like, okay, but you still have to leave. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just was coming here to say hi. And he kept getting closer and closer. And I said, <laughs> no, you have to go. And he looked sad. <laughs> Do you know, you can tell him, hey, do you want to be a part of this? Uh-huh. It's funny you mention that because we have a role specifically <laughs> carved out for you that you can record right now. Well, but he doesn't <laughs> want to be a part of this. He just wants friends. 
Yeah. Yeah. I will tell him I'll be there and we can all be friends together. Where? In Oregon. Oh, yeah. Right, right. I I'm thought, coming there. Oh, I know. I just didn't. I, I didn't know what you're talking about. But yes. <laughs> I want to rewatch Megadoon, but that's it for another episode. Uh, then I'm going to go. I'm going to go watch Marty play uh, go-kart soccer on the on the. Oh my the god, video game. Marty. <laughs> what a boy game. What an esports game. If you ever see my username in any kind of boy game, yeah. it's actually Marty. Tell them my dream. Marty's dream uh-huh. is that men that hate me on the internet uh-huh. will respect me because they have seen Marty kick their asses. <laughs> With With car soccer? In car soccer. Oh, Marty. I know. That's not what makes guys respect. No. 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 It's it's not. (laughs) But it's a nice dream. It's it's a sweet dream. Well, sweet dreams, Marty. Sweet dreams, And sweet dreams, listeners. Sweet dreams, dreams, listeners. (laughs) You can find all of our Femsplain content either on patreon.com slash femsplained twitter you can find us at femsplained cast instagram you can find us at femsplained podcast and you can check out superdillon.com slash femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us awesome you can find and follow me avalon at a underscore cat attack on both twitter and twitch and you can find me on twitter instagram twitch TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye. Bye.